Welcome to the One Stiletto in the Grave podcast with your hosts, Sonny Ormond and Jane Jane. Well, hello, everyone. Chatting about all sorts today. Uh, no, not the edible kind. Reflecting on fashion disasters. How big were those shoulder pads? Hilda Ogden's ill temper. Pets loved and lost. And did Sonny's dog really have only one leg? The news also on the value of friendships, fallings outs, and forgiveness. And talking of friends, here's Jenny! Hello, Sunny, how are you today? I'm all right, Janie. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, I'm a bit frazzled. Um, are you? Because, well, yeah, my, my, my two little dogs, you know, Tic Tac and Badger, who mm-hmm. are these rather um, little mad terriers that we got from the Dogs Trust during lockdown, they, they, they bark incessantly. And uh, I, I, I just could not get them in. And there was a, there's a neighbour up the road who's not very happy about that. So I've had a few little problems with them. So I'm a bit exhausted. But they're in now and they're absolutely oh. fine. It's because we've got pigeons at the bottom of the garden and they think the pigeons are absolutely marvellous. <laughs> but the pigeons really annoy uh, the dogs because they sit on the fence above and look down at them and the and the dogs are looking up barking you know and the pigeons look down and say oh yeah if only you could get up here but you can't so it was a bit stressful but I've got him in um and it got me thinking actually about you know Lillian of course has Ruby doesn't she in the arches as her um, yeah. little pet and I thought I've, I've never had any scenes where Ruby's caused me such problems as my own dogs in Tic Tac and Badger so there we are no. And then, that's course, there's a yeah, there's a lot on, of animals no, no. in the arches, aren't there's there? A lot of animals in the arches, but mostly well behaved. I would, I would think. Well, I think so. We don't hear, you know, too too badly behaved animals, do we? Really? Um, and I, I did wonder when when we got Ruby, when Justin and Lillian got Ruby, whether she might cause a few problems. But I don't think I don't think she has. What I would love to have had um, for Lillian was something like a Labradoodle, something like that. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah. we got the. I think that would have been quite funny. But um, no, we, uh, we, we, but yeah, there are loads of animals, aren't there, in the arches when you think about it, when you mm. really do stop and think about it. And Stella, who's the sort of new girl um, on, on the block, she's just got this new greyhound, hasn't she? I think it's called Weaver. Mm. She's adopted it because she was feeling a bit... It's lonely. an odd name, isn't it? It is a bit, really. Yeah. I don't quite know if um, it's been detailed as to why it's called Weaver. But um, yes, so, uh, you know, never know. I mean, that that... Greyhounds very fast. It might cause a few problems in Ambridge. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Could but be. Yeah. Maybe I'll start chasing the cats because there are quite a lot of cats, aren't there? There are Hilda Ogden to name but one, of course. Hilda Ogden. Hilda Ogden. Yeah. Every, everybody who's come into contact with Hilda has, has um, you know, not fared terribly well. Because um, she's, she's the only person that she really relates to properly, of course, is Peggy. And she's very sweet, she's Peggy, Peggy yeah. but everybody else she's a complete nightmare with and scratches and hisses and attacks. So, yes, maybe Weaver and Hilda Ogden. Um, I'm not sure if we've had any scenes where Ruby encounters Hilda Ogden, but it could come. It could certainly come. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, because um, presumably, occasionally, occasionally Lillian's going to take Ruby over to visit her mum. Absolutely. And Hilda Ogden could go on the attack. Absolutely scratch you know try and scratch the eyes out but we've not had it um we've not had it yet um that's for sure but there have been lots uh, one of my favorites used to be Bartleby do you remember Joe's Bartleby the little pony sadly passed away but I used to love Bartleby used to make feel all safe Bartleby when Bartleby was mentioned yeah Um, yes he was rather lovely and there's the peacock wasn't there I like Eccles 
Eccles the Peacock. Eccles the Peacock. And I think, didn't Kenton yeah. run over, Kenton run over Eccles the Peacock? There was a whole to-do about that, whether I he did it deliberately right. or not. Um, yeah, yeah, And Kenton yeah. swore that he... He, he didn't do it deliberately because he, 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 he'd been pretty frustrated, I think, with the fact that Eccles was constantly making this horrendous noise. And they do, don't they? Peacocks do have a, a have horrible kind of screeching noise. sound. But um, he, he denied that he deliberately run over Eccles. Uh-huh. We don't know if he was true. We don't believe him. We don't, we don't we believe don't him. Know. We don't. But did, did no. you have pets no, and things don't. when you were growing up? I mean, did you have, have you got pets now or...? Um, don't have pets now, apart from the koi cart, but I mm. did have a dog when we were growing up. It was a bit of a mm. mad case. I mean, lovely, lovely creature, but not terribly well trained. But you, because you grew up on a farm, didn't you? You must have been surrounded mm. by animals. Mm. Was what, actually. What? Yeah, yeah, lots. Well, we, 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 yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I lived on a farm till I was about 12, and then we kind of moved off for various reasons. But no, I loved it. But we had lots of, of animals. We had lots of sheepdogs, uh, different sheepdogs. Um, and uh, we had lots of cats, of course, inevitably. And um, the sheepdogs tend to live out, tended to live outside. I mean, they were looked after very well, but they had their own kennels outside because mm-hmm. they were working dogs, really. But we had lots of cats. And I do remember... We had an argo cooker in the kitchen, which most farmhouses had, and these, these there used to be a little chair right next to the argo cooker, and the cats always used to, because it was warm there, you know, they used to um, make their way. That was their favourite place to to sit and and sleep. And I, they were grey. I do remember there was a huge litter of grey kittens and cats, and I remember I used to dress them up. These poor cats, you know, pretend they were dress them up. Yeah, as I what? Know, I, well, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, not um, you know, I put sort of little hats on them or or, or covers over them and and oh, things like that. I mean, not, me. nothing too sort of you know. I didn't interfere with them too much. You understand? But I just, I really did love them. And occasionally, because we had a very long drive um, at the farm to get to the farm, um, and I would put them in my doll's. These poor cats. I <coughs> heave them into my doll's pram and I take them for a walk. And they were very placid. Oh, they, let, they let me do it. And I used to love, I don't know what this says about me, but I used to love doing it particularly on a wet, stormy day. What does that say about me? And I put these cats and I in there and I, you know, I put the hood up on the, on the, on the actual pram and I'd wear my Wellington boots and a great big coat and I would just go off down the drive. And the wetter it was, the more I loved it. Do you know? And my mother let me do it. Says a lot about her, doesn't it? But I mean, I'm talking about you know Did storms, real storms. I yeah. would just love it. What does it say about me? I need therapy. Well. Uh, I think you did. Did you not have any dolls that you could have dressed up and put yes, in I the did. pram instead? Yes, I did, but I put the dolls in with them. I put the dolls in with them. I mean, oh, I, I had proper dolls, but I also had paper dolls. Do you remember those paper dolls that, that, that were cut out and you could put different bits of clothes yep. on them? Do you remember those things? I used to love Oh, those yeah, things. yeah, yeah, with the Do tabs you know what on I mean? Yeah. With tabs. Yeah. So you could have a whole wardrobe and it was a paper yeah. doll. And I had loads yeah. of these dolls. Um, and again, I, I put the cats, I put real dolls and I'd put these paper dolls in the pram and I'd take them off down the drive and it was something about thinking oh they're all now nice in the rain safe in the rain I don't know what that says about bless me. you psychologists would have a feel I, I'm not sure either <laughs> yeah I, but I think you might need help I think I do and I you don't do it some, now <laughs> you have had some unusual you and Sue between you have had some unusual mm. animals Mm, we have had unusual animals. Yes, yes. 
We have because Sue's family were a great, great animal family. They, they I mean, they, they always had loads of loads of animals, um, and um, and I remember her telling me um, that they had um, with her previous partner actually they had a, a canary called Oedipus, and it had only one leg, and it used to continuously fall off its perch. Uh, and uh, oh. so that was an interesting one. But we, she and I, also um, and our son, also had um, a, a lovely dog with 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 one leg, and she was called Cindy. And um, we again got she had three legs, with. I think. Sonny. Oh, did I say one leg? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, she, she was had three legs. You did. <laughs> Is that I, so I remember into having the story? three. I love that. Yeah. yeah, that was the other dog. They only had one leg. No, um, no, yeah, she. That's right. She had three. She had three legs. She had three legs. But she managed incredibly well. Um, and um, she, we don't quite she know did. what happened to her. We don't quite know what happened to her. But anyway, why she'd only got the three legs, not the one leg. Um, uh, but yeah, she she was amazingly dexterous with the fact that she only had three. But yeah, no, we we had. And when I was on the farm. Uh, we had a poodle who did live in the house with us, and my mother called her Gina Lola Brigida. And for anyone out there, oh, I say. you know, is a bit younger than us, they may not have heard of that, but she was a famous film star at the time. Um, and so uh, Gina was called uh, Gina Lola Brigida. So, um, yeah, we, 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 but I remember when we, years ago, when we used to come see you, you had cats, didn't you? You had cats. We had cats, but just going back, I just want to go back to Cindy because oh, right. is this right when you when you 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 the three of you went and played with Cindy, mm-hmm. um, and said, oh this is definitely the dog that we want, and when you yeah. went to the guys you know at the reception desk and said this mm-hmm. is the dog we want, mm-hmm. they said oh that's great because most people don't want to take a dog with three legs, and mm-hmm. you hadn't noticed no, no, that she'd no. only got three legs. That's right because when we went to view all the various <laughs> dogs that were up for. You know, rehoming, they were all laid down, weren't they? They were all laid down, and we saw quite a lot of them. <laughs> and she was there looking at us, you know, so Labrador, beautiful black Labrador, and, um, you know, absolutely marvelous. And we sort of went up and down the animals, and we thought, oh, this feels right, she feels right, you know, for us. So, yeah, absolutely. We went to the desk and said, We'd like Cindy, please. And yes, the lady said to us, She said, Oh, yeah, she's a lovely dog, and it's amazing what she can do with only three legs. And we visibly all, our shoulders sort of, all three of us went up. But we thought we can't seem to be politically incorrect by saying, well, actually, we want a dog with four legs. Um, so that was how really, uh, by default, uh, we got dear Cindy. But actually, she, she was, as you know, I mean, you, you met, she was the most lovely dog. And in oh, fact, probably lovely. one of the, 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 the best uh, evenly tempered dogs that we, we've ever, ever had. I think she must have been trained for something you know she was so biddable and and so good and so trainable and whether she'd had some sort of accident I don't know which is why she'd end up in the dog's trust nobody seemed to know but uh, yeah so we didn't intend to get a dog with (laughs) with three legs but we did but she was lovely yeah she she was lovely but now we've got these two two rascals who are tic-tac and badger you know but um but yeah but Mm. but you but 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 you had cats you had cats didn't you yeah yeah we had so now we had a succession of cats, all of which were a bit bonkers, really. Mm. Um, so I got one of them. Uh, do you remember Popeye, the black cat? Yeah. Um, I got her when I was a census enumerator um, in the days when you used to go around and deliver the forms, you know, and then go around and pick them up again. And I was, I, 
it was it was hard work, but it paid for contact lenses. Um, <laughs> so I, I went to this one flat. I, I ended up with about ten forms I started to get. Went to this one flat and uh, and said, you know, census form. And the woman was like, I can't be dealing with this. She said, I've got I've got so many problems here, and and you know, catch a second. Do you want a kitten? So I said. Uh, and I just hesitated for too long. And the next thing I knew was I didn't have a census form, but I had this little black kitten. Aww. So, um, yeah, took her home. And she was Aww. she turned out to be epileptic, so that was interesting. Um, and she also disappeared for, I think, four months at one point. Um, so we lived in Wimbledon at the time, mm-hmm. and she turned up in a feral cat colony near Victoria Station. Well, how did you find her then? Was she... Uh, she initiative? still had a collar on, and there was a ah, right. there was a woman who fed the fed the feral cats, yeah. and noticed there was a cat there with a collar, and um, and so we we found her again. I wonder how she it's got bizarre. there because that's a long way from you, isn't it? You know, to, yeah. to have made that yeah. journey, extraordinary actually. I now, suspect she... she jumped into a car. Could have done, couldn't she? Yeah, yeah, mm. easy done, something like that. Because cats do mm. have a habit of doing that. I know one of our relatives down in Kent, similar, similar thing happened years and years and years. They'd had this cat and then it suddenly disappeared one day. And again, it was away for about two years and suddenly reappeared again. And they never knew where it was. And, um, you know, it, it was it was, it was was fine. Um, I know my brother had a, a, a cat once years ago that had, they discovered had a double life. And um, I think um, he was called something like, Bernard or something like that they called him that and they noticed the cat getting bigger and bigger putting more weight on and they tried to sort of reduce his diet mm. but, you know. and then one day my brother was walking down the road not too far from where they were and they heard somebody uh, shouting fizzy fizzy or something like that and he looked up and it was their cat and so obviously it had been living a double uh-huh. life so no wonder it was putting weight on um, yeah they, they, they are a law unto themselves cats, but which was the cat that you had that used to like to drink water out of was it the toilet Oh no, that would not at all be refined. No, that was Rosie. She drank water out of the bidet. Oh, the bidet. So yes, it was like a little drinking fountain for her. She'd stick her paws on the side of the bidet, oh. and um, it was very clever, isn't it? How they teach you to do these things because yeah. they can't talk. But no. she was very, very clear that you know we had to follow her up to the bathroom and turn the tap, and she wouldn't drink water out of a bowl. Gosh, isn't that And when we put food down for her. I know, when we, we were very, we were a bit dim really, we, we'd put food down for her and she'd eat the half of the food and the, the bowl, the food in the half of the bowl that was closest to her and then she'd come and find us we'd have to turn the bowl round so that she could eat the other half without having to stretch her neck across. Gosh. It's how very it's clever how they train us. It is how they train yeah. us, yes, and you think, what was the mm. first time that she discovered that, you know what I mean, the, the, the B-Day and getting the water there? Um, it's so extraordinary, isn't it, really? I know yeah. Sue, yeah. and they are extraordinary. Talking about training, Sue, um, my partner, ha- uh, uh, when she was young, the family home, um, they had a Sheltie dog who apparently was very intelligent, but they also mm-hmm. had a, 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 a guinea pig. And um, they used to let the oh. guinea pig run around the garden, play in the garden, um, but the Sheltie used to look after the guinea pig. So it, it wouldn't let it go in the flower beds or anything. It would oh. sort of steer it. And, and, you know, they'd come out and they'd find the, oh, both of them in the sun with the guinea pig sort of just sleeping between the paws of oh. the Sheltie and the Sheltie sleeping. It's really amazing. Amazing, though, isn't it? Well, and yeah. the relationships that they can build up, actually, um, animals. But, um, oh. but yeah, living on a farm, I, yeah. I it was, I, yeah. I mean, I suppose you take the animals for granted a bit because, of oh, course, we had everything: we had cattle, we had sheep, we had, you know, um, hens. We had the lot. Um, 
And um, I, d- I do remember one day my dad, um, we had a bull, and um, it, 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 I can remember it broke, it, it, was, it was quite a, 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 a nasty bull in a way, I mean, as, as some bulls can be, and he was pretty ill-tempered. And one day it was actually in, in the stall on its own, but it was very ill-tempered, and it broke down the stone wall. And I can remember coming into the yard, it had just happened to see this bull literally staring at me. I mean, it was a huge thing. It had broken down the wall. I mean, it could have charged at any rate. And my father coming into the yard and saying to me, get out, get out, get out, get over the gate, get out. I wasn't very old. And uh, just his voice, he managed to get it back into a stall. I'll never forget it. He was so brave because he wasn't a particularly large one, my dad, but just shouting at this ball to go back, go back, go back. And it went in. (gasps) But yes, I've got all sorts of memories of, of things like that. And... My dad, um, you know, milking in, in what they called a shippen then in those days. I mean, it was before all the technical stuff, you know, the technology that came into I mean, he would do it by hand, you know. He would put the milk churns on by hand. And, yeah, I've got lots of lovely memories, actually. And, and I think, basically, I'm, I'm a country girl. I, d- I do love the countryside. lived in a lot of cities. But you, 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 were, a, you were born in, in, in the city, weren't you? I mean, you, you, you weren't born in the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Brummie. Yeah. And how do you... Do you yeah, think... don't understand the country. No. 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 It's, it's, it's so interesting, isn't it? It's where you feel comfortable. Where you feel comfortable. Um, yeah. Do you like being in the country? Do you like visiting the country? Uh, for short periods of time, but I, I'm not terribly comfortable walking through a field of cows, for instance, because I find mm. them a bit unpredictable. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, I like to be within walking distance of... Um, the supermarket, really, mm. and um, and lights. I find the country very dark and mm. very quiet at night, yes. and it freaks me a bit because I don't understand what the noises are. So I'm I'm kind of happy with traffic fumes, really. Isn't that interesting, actually? Because mm. I yeah I love the peace of the countryside, and and I do get can get very wobbled for any length of time in a city. I mean, I've lived in London and so on, you know, for mm. for several years. But I I. I was always really comfortable. It was lovely when I suddenly started to see green fields. If I was either on the train leaving London or driving, you know, suddenly I saw green fields yeah. and I thought, oh, yeah, I can breathe. But it, it all goes down to those early years, doesn't it, for us all, really? Um, I, I suppose so. And it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we're, we are very different. Yeah, we're such good friends, mm. but we are very different. And we mm. had such different experiences growing up. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And I can remember years ago when our dear friend Sarah Coward, Caroline Sterling, um, she was up at Keswick, wasn't she, at the theatre, and we all went up to see her oh, doing her yeah, work. Yeah, we all went up. And we had a lovely time. But I do remember us going out on, 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 on the lake. And uh, again, oh. I think it was quite a blustery day, you see, and it appeals to me. I loved it all was. that, but you were not keen. I do remember you thinking, oh, I'm not keen about this. I don't oh. like this. No, oh, it's interesting. Isn't it, it was blustery. It's supposed to get mildly sunny. It was like gale force. Yes, right up my street, love. It was. <laughs> no, it was it. proper scary. <laughs> yeah, you see, and I, I just love that feeling. But there you go. That's us, you know. And that, but that's the great thing, isn't it? And as you say, um, very different, but great friends. And um, yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? That what. What makes you good friends? I mean, you know, what is it that attracts you to certain mm. people and, and not, and what you value in friendship? And um, do, 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 you, do you think about that? I mean, you know, what, what do you think there's a common, you've got lots of different friends, obviously, but is there a common denominator about what it is that you value, do you think? 
That's a really good question. I think um, I think on the whole, I've got lots of different friends in lots of different parts of the world, and but I think we probably share common values, mm. and that's about kind of thoughtfulness and kindness and um, and being open-minded. I suppose I don't know. Does that make sense? Mm, completely. Completely, well, and yeah. what do you think? Does that? What no, about I, your friends? Are yeah, that, I think all, a... I think all that, and I think being there for for each other, really being there, mm-hmm. really listening. Yeah. you know, so that if we, you know, we have good times, but you know, we all have bad times too. And I think it's knowing there's people that you can trust, and I think it is common values. Like you, yeah. I've got lots of different types of friends. Um, all over the place, mm. but I think that the, the the ones that we really value, or I really value rather, um, are the ones that I feel I, I could talk about anything with, and that I have their loyalty. And um, mm. I'm just trying to think: have we ever fallen out, you and me? I don't think we have. I, I can't recall that we have I, I, at all. Can you? I don't think so. I can't. No, and, and that's. I'm, it's been a long time, isn't it, that we've yeah. been friends? But I can't think of I can't think of a time. I mean, I don't fall out with with people no. on no. the whole, and neither do you. But I know you've got a, you know, you've got somebody who's which is a difficult situation at the moment, mm. haven't you? Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Um, it 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 is people that you know. Um, yeah, it is rare, but people that you're really really close to occasionally, you know, mm. things can go wrong, and and. Um, that sort of happened recently and it's got me thinking about uh, as well the process that you go through with with, with someone who you've been really close with um, mm. that emotional process um, intellectual process I suppose and just how it affects you I mean I because because it's somebody that you know I've had a, a, a very long and close relationship with it's quite profound it's almost beyond words when it first mm. hits you it's the shock of it somehow mm. Um, yeah. And may may me uh, revisit the relationship in the first place, and you know what was it based on? I thought it was based on more than that. That we could, that you know, um, we would survive anything, and, and you'd never get into that yeah. position, or that they would be so thoughtless in the way that they had behaved, or anyway. Yeah, so, it, it, and I'm still, it's still how are rumbling you, on. Yeah, how are you with it now? Still, It's still it's rumbling still on. Rumbling on and it's, how are you... I think it's... How are you sitting? How's it sitting? Well, I thought that I'd, um, I'd moved on quite a long way from it, actually, um, because I wasn't sleeping. Mm. It really had caused me at a very profound level. And, mm. I, you know, I'd sought help through friends, uh, certain friends, um, uh, like your good mm. self, and, and a counsellor. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, you know, that helps mm. hugely. Um, but the other night, I woke up, and I'm, I think I must have had a dream which must have been around this whole issue. And it felt just as raw as it had done you know, when it all started oh, a good few months ago. So so mm. once I thought that I'd dealt with it, and um, it, it obviously it must be there, at, 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 you know, at, at some level, but then it gets you thinking about forgiveness and reconciliation. But but, mm. but, but you said, I mean, has something like that happened to you? Yeah, there's, there was somebody who was like a dear friend of the whole family, really, the kids and, and me, who'd been in our lives for... I suppose nearly thirty years who just cut us all off, and that's 
So this happened about five years ago. So it was just a, just before Nick was diagnosed. Um, and I was very, very, very angry and wanting to lash out and hurt this person, really. I, for quite a while it took me, not just because of me, but because of because of what happened, because, because the person had cut the girls out as well, mm. my daughters. And it's taken a long time. It did take a long time. Mm. And, uh, and I got to the point where I was able to say... I emailed this person eventually and said, you know, that I wanted some sort of closure and that, mm. and and thank this person for being a very important part of my life. And there's a sort of lovely Buddhist mantra which I passed on, which was, "May you be well, may you be happy, may you be free from suffering." And mm. I managed to get to the point where I genuinely and still do mean that. Oh, but lovely. it takes it took a long time. It took. Mm. You know, it took a couple of years because it's it it's it's especially difficult when you you never know the the story. I never I'll never know what what caused it, mm. and mm. I'm kind of okay with that now. But do, I wasn't for a very 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 long time. Do you think? Um, without going into any any detail of it, because I it's relating it to me. Did you were you able? Uh, with this particular person, were you able to have a dialogue with them about what had gone on, um, t- or, or no. not? Yeah, you see, this is interesting because no. neither did I, or neither have I thus yeah. far. And do you yeah. think if you had been able to have a dialogue, you might have come through it, and you know, it would it would all have been resolved? Um, I don't know because I don't really know what what was underlying it all. But there wasn't that opportunity. Yeah. I did try. All of us tried emailing, phoning, texting, but with no, never any response. So, so it wasn't it wasn't an option. But what I did do a lot was to write. I mean, I wrote some vile email, mm. but not with the intention of sending anything. Mm. But I wrote some really, really vile emails, just really to get it, literally to get it out of my system. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, and I just believe. That the person was doing the best they could in in their life circumstances, and mm. um, you know, you. I know in your situation it is it is very difficult, and sometimes the people in our lives aren't as resilient and aren't as resourceful as we'd like them to be, mm. and can't, you know, that person's not really able to deal with. Mm. With the situation that that the two of you are now in, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's right, and 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 um, intellectually, I know that that's right completely. Uh, but it's interesting, mm-hmm. isn't it, that as you say, it takes, it's the process that it takes to get to that point. Because intellectually, you're absolutely right mm-hmm. about my, you know, about the situation as well. But I haven't quite got there yet. I'm still in that sort of because actually, when I woke up, it's when it didn't been re-triggered. You know, there was a lot of venom that was sort of coming out of me in my head, and not, yeah. you know, about. But and I thought, yeah, yeah. we're not. We're, we've got a long way to go yet. Um, no. You know, yeah. but yeah, um, it's early days. But yeah, early days. But yeah, it's 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 very interesting, isn't it? Mm. That um, um, 
uh, reconciliation and, and, and forgiveness. And, and But I think it is a process, hopefully, you can get to it. Maybe if you, you know, it depends on your personality as well, doesn't it, Jenny, as well, and how, how, how you deal with those right. major things. If you have a faith, maybe it's easy to, 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 um, to forgive sooner rather than later. But I, I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I think it's, no. I but don't but know. It's, it's getting to that point. I but do. certainly no. writing stuff down, I think, is. And that, you know, it's a way of getting it all out, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you just have to make sure that you don't press send by mistake, because that's absolutely. Yeah, you write the email, but you don't press send by mistake, because that that yeah. doesn't work well. No, that doesn't. That doesn't. <laughs> that, that doesn't. That doesn't help at all. Hmm. But um, no. no, but you know, but but thinking about friends completely changing the subject, Jenny, because of course we we met in the seventies. I was thinking the other day about you know the fashion of that time, and then I got to thinking about oh, fashion God. disasters. <laughs> And when I look back, I think well, there were lots of fashion disasters. Were there for you? I think, uh, I, I mean, yeah, my life's been one huge fashion disaster because, <laughs> um, that, you know, there's so much of, so, so many of them caused by the fact that I was constantly trying to dress in a fashionable way and the fashion was set for people who were five foot eight and a size 10, mm. where... I have never been either of those things. So, oh, God, I, I wore some horrors. <laughs> Tell me, like what? Um, do you remember tent dresses? I do. Oh, do you remember tent dresses? They were, well, they were dresses that looked great if you were if you were tall and thin because they like, came out. But in when I wore a tent dress, it looked like a troop of Boy Scouts could set up camp kind of under my frock. It was It was horrendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. I can remember. Do you remember Laura Ashley at the time? Because they used to do all those oh, ones in Laura God, Ashley yes. Brinston, they? And long dresses, of course, because although we had the minis, yeah. we also had the long dresses, caftans, and so on and so forth. But I can remember one of those tent dresses. And uh, from Laura Ashley, which I bought, was a maroon one. And, and I was inspired to buy it because when I was at drama school, um, a year above me was Leslie Nicholl. Um, and she plays Mrs. Oh. Patmore in, in, in oh. Downton. For, for Downton. Anyone who listens to Downton. But I, I was rather admired Leslie, you know, because she was a year above me. I thought she was absolutely marvellous. But she was a similar height to me and so on. And I can remember seeing her in one of the green rooms in this beautiful... I mean, she looked lovely in it. Um, this lovely deep blue mm-hmm. tent dress from Laura Ashley. I thought, oh, I've got to get one of those. And I can remember going off to Laura Ashley but unfortunately that day they only had a maroon one I was a bit peeved about that because I wanted one in blue like like Leslie but um, yeah they were um, uh, yeah yeah, if if you had a larger figure they they could make you look as you say quite sort of huge didn't they really and platform shoes did you wear platform shoes oh yes I did Mm. I did I mean clomped around in those loved I mean I loved the feeling of being taller it's fantastic, isn't it, when you're, you know, when you're a shorter person. It's fantastic to suddenly be sort of four or five inches taller. I absolutely loved it. But, yeah, uh, there are dangers to platform shoes. There were terrible dangers. And I can remember, like you, you know, it was wonderful because it made me look a lot taller. And um, I can remember once going to a party, and I don't know where I got these platform shoes on, but they were so high, you couldn't walk in them. It was impossible. And in order for oh. me to get... I do remember to the tube, I had to have two people escorting me on either side, holding me up. I mean, I just could not walk properly, <coughs> but I persevered. I was determined I was going to look kind of, you know, normal type. And I do remember getting to this party and dancing, lethal, fatal, uh, to do that. And I obviously just lost really? my balance and fell completely into the television set and knocked over at the television, it broke the television, it broke glasses. I mean, yeah, it was... I was never invited. No! Back again. But it, it was just <sighs> impossible. Fortunately, I was okay. 
but yeah they were I do remember those I can even see them in my mind's eye now I mean they were sort of yeah. a, a cream colored with spots on but what I thought I was doing I never I never know but um yeah and that mini skirts I should never have worn mini skirts because you know I, I just shouldn't really well no I'm you know I don't I don't have the slimmest legs. I mean, they're not huge, you understand. But I, I mean, it isn't the most flattering thing for me. I have to say, I look at myself in those, and they were really mini skirts. You know, I think, what were you doing, love? You know, yeah. Oh, or thank goodness that we don't have loads of photographs because, on the whole, we didn't take cameras out with us, did we? No. But now, of course, every everything you wear is photographed, isn't it? Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, nope. Everything. Did, uh, PVC Mac? Did you have a PVC oh, Mac? Oh gosh, yes, I had two. I had a red oh, one. Oh, get off! Yeah, too. no, I had yeah. two. Love, I had a red one and I had a black one, and I had white mm. PVC boots. Did you have PVC boots? Did you ever have them? I did have PVC boots. Did um, you? Yeah, I had a blue PVC Mac and black PVC boots, which I absolutely loved. But they're not. They're not. It's not breathable, is it? PVC? No, no not pleasant. No. Mm. No, 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 not pleasant at all. So, no. so I would take these boots off at the end of the day, and my feet were not a pleasant sight to behold or to sniff. I must say, but I just thought I looked fabulous in them. Oh, I know we all did, didn't and we? And so it was worth it. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, they were awful. And and also, you knew when you were coming because that PVC had a sort of kind of rustly sound, didn't it? On it, do you remember? Oh, it, did, didn't it was. It? it was. You know. Yeah. So you thought, oh yeah, Sonny's coming here because you know, it was just no. But it was horrible material, actually, wasn't it? When you when you when you look back. But the other thing that I used to do as well in the seventies because it was kind of hippie time, wasn't it? Um, a bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I um, first of all, I had a perm, so my hair looked like oh, a bush. I had this perm, huge perm. Yep. But I also decided that I was going to be really hippish and I wouldn't wear any shoes, and. Um, how I didn't oh. get, you know, really cut and battered shoes. I'll never know when I walk up places like Ken High Street, Kensington High Street, you know, with no shoes on, thinking I was really the bee's knees. And I know, the things you do. I mean, I wouldn't even dream of doing that now, really. Um, and caftans. No. I used to go down to the High Street Ken Market and get me caftans and, and an Afghan coat I, I bought down there, which oh, I had for years ago. Yeah. smelt a bit at the end of it. Yes. Um, Yes. But, yeah, it was it was a great time though. It was it was a great. But you do become, don't you, a slave to fashion? Um, well, really, I, yeah, when I did you're young, just, particularly, yeah. and still do, really, yeah. to a certain extent. You know, um, um, I don't know what fashion is anymore. Luckily, I haven't got a clue. No. Um, I don't really know what's in fashion. But oh yeah, no, those Afghan coats. I had one of those. Did God, you? it whiffed. It's surprising anyone ever came anywhere near me. What with the PVC boots and the Afghan coat, <laughs> I must have smelled like some sort of rancid goat. <laughs> progressing down the road uh, yeah i just no. yeah yeah indeed and not, flares do you remember the flares not a, not a happy thought oh flares. i had flares because I mean, you could now, have some really did, huge flares couldn't you yeah and did you do did you blah, did you do the do-it-yourself flares where you cut up the side of your jeans and then yeah. sewed in yeah you prefer material another, which is yeah, what made them huge well. of course and they, they were yeah. a bit dangerous though if they were a bit long because you could get them you know yep. caught on not on things couldn't you and go you know go perla but um yeah. well I th- this is the case i did fall downstairs quite a few times in my teens and thinking about yeah. it, it was probably because of the of the flares because they looked like horses hooves didn't they they did they did they did and um yeah yeah and and of course you know it was all the little boutiques wasn't there you know at that time that's where you get your flares from and you know and, and so on and then of course you went into padded shoulders oh my goodness the, the list the list goes oh on oh my god the list goes on yeah you know but yeah um, yeah well you but, look very lovely today well thank you very much darling and 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 so do you but i suppose 
better go and, and, and sort those dogs out now, quite frankly, and, and hope they're not still causing havoc uh, in the garden. So um, See if your neighbours come around and put yeah. a complaint through the door or something. Yeah, yeah. or even worse, let's not go there. Um, mm. Yeah. No, indeed. let's not go there. Yeah, all right, well, look, I'm, 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 I'll, right. I'll see you soon. And, um, all right, lovely to chat. Yeah, and thanks for listening, yeah, everyone. Yeah, you too, sweetheart. Okay, take okay, care. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to our One Stiletto in the Grave podcast. If you'd like to see behind-the-scenes clips and bonus content, please visit our Facebook page, One Stiletto in the Grave podcast. And if you'd like to ask any questions, follow us on Twitter at One Stiletto 65. This podcast is produced by Raggedy House Productions and the music composed by Tom Smith. See you next time.